0: Tease and in-show tease and in-segment tease. I'll tease it now. I'll give you the answer at the end of the segment. Wow! What's the world record for holding your breath? Think about it. Has it recently been uh, bested it. or set yes. or something? Yes, and it's, it's tried it at home, right? And try it while you drive. I, I made I made it over a minute. In the pool over uh, Christmas to impress my uh, nieces and really? kids. Yeah. At your advanced age. <laughs> I also, in a foot race yesterday, once again, mm. established that I am the fastest person in the family. Just in time for the Olympics. That title, Will you be sending yourself to uh, Seoul? That title continues to belong to Dad. Wow. Not much I longer. I know you're concerned. Yeah, not much longer, I'm afraid. Did you have to put on the tennis shoes? No, I still did it in casual, like, wear-to-work clo- uh, shoes. All right. I haven't had to like start stretching and putting on sweats and tennis shoes. So. The champ stays the champ. Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: What um, age was your opponent? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, six and seven. Almost eight. Wow. Wow. But it's Way to best, best small children. It's very, getting very close. Well, I've always wondered at what point can your kids outrun you? Coming up, Adam Schiff trolled
3: by Russian comedians. Funny story. And more on the Elon Musk rocket thing. It'd
0: be fair to say, I believe... That it's not a matter of if, but when you get hacked, right? Your financial, some of your money gets taken from credit card, bank account, or something. Yeah, that's what I
3: think you would say your identity will be stolen. I mean, we all get hacked.
0: We've all been hacked. Uh, Yeah, and because we've all been hacked, it's not a matter of if, but when somebody spends some of your money. Right. It's It's just the way it is. I had it happen to me yesterday. Somebody bought stuff at Toys R Us all day long. Oh, God, thank you. Signed, Toys R Us. We have a client. Oh, <laughs> they're criminals. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn the look. But uh, uh, the credit card company catches it pretty quickly because it's, it's usually aberrant sort of buying right. habits. Right. And or locations. Or locations, right. Yeah. And they alerted me and said somebody changed your email address. If that wasn't you, let us know. And I thought, oh, okay, here we go. And unfortunately, end up spending like a couple hours on the phone straightening it out. But it didn't cost me anything. They, you know, whoever ate it, somebody ate it, and uh, and, and I'm fine. But our own executive producer Hanson, you had was, your bank account got hacked, right? Not your credit card, is that yeah, right? Yeah, it's the
2: same same story. I got a call while the show was in progress a couple of weeks ago. And they said, hey, have you made some changes to your online account? I said, no, no, absolutely not. They said, well, some changes were made around midnight last night, and some money was uh, removed from your account via the QuickPay feature.
3: Mm-hmm. You sure you didn't, like, drunk dial a marital aid company or something like that? (laughs) Decide to get an autographed Jimi Hendrix boot or something. You're
2: watching TV and think, I
0: could use a case of Snuggies.
2: (laughs) I had actually done both of those things, but that was in the 11 o'clock hour. (laughs) By midnight, I was done.
0: Right, but how did it it come to you end up calling the person that hacked you? How did that end up happening? Well, they made a series of
2: changes to my account, and the name of the person to whom the money was sent was right there. And then the she contact went into your
0: account and the information was there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I looked her up on Facebook. She's, you know, there she is. Uh, also, wow. a name and phone number was listed as my main contact that was decidedly not me. Mm. And I couldn't resist. I was. Uh, <gasps> this is great. I called the police and gave them all the information. I waited. I sat on it a little bit. And as I was making changes to my account, I saw that name and number. And I mean, I got to call this guy. <laughs>
0: I wish I'd have thought of this yesterday before the credit card company switched the information back to me. Right. I wish I'd have just, yeah, jotted it this down. Yeah.
3: So was it a guy or a
2: gal? It was a dude. A dude, okay. Yeah, in a faraway state. He
0: picked up his what, phone. What are,
2: yeah. what are you, in the the mob or something? What state? I, I don't want to go. There's some detail that I, I'm going to leave out of this because they haven't caught the guy yet. I don't know the oh, okay. police have arrested him, so right. let's okay.
0: leave some of this uh, mysterious, <laughs> shall we? So anyway, you dial him up, and what happens?
2: Well, I said, uh, hello. Hello. Who is this? He goes, who's this? I said, no, who's this? And he said, uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. We'll just say uh, Jimmy. Jimmy.
0: He goes, are you the Uber driver? I said, yeah.
3: (laughs) Yep. That's
0: why I was thinking, why'd he answer his phone? Nobody answers his phone. Because he was expecting an Uber ride. Right,
3: right.
2: He was a little cagey at first, but I, where he you at? He goes, I'm in front of the store. I said, all right, which store? And he told me, and I said, what, what's the address? And then he asked a guy standing next to him, hey, what's the address to this store?
3: And <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Okay, He's it's... new to Uber, apparently. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can see that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So he told you the address <laughs> of exactly... He told me, and she, he, yeah. she I'm had
0: with... his name, his phone number, and exactly where he was standing. Yeah. Which is awesome, but not close enough. If he'd been, like, in your neighborhood, oh. Me. And it'd be pretty tempting to drive over there and uh, run him down. Just
3: walk up behind him, bam, right in the back <laughs> of the head.
0: But he's in another state. So he what did he end up doing? How did the phone call end?
2: I'll be right there. He said, I'm standing out here with my girl. She's, you know, we, we need to get going. And I said, all right, I'll be right there. No worries. Just wait. I, see, I think I see ya. And then, so uh, so uh, you. So did you call the call?
0: Did you call the Oh, yeah.
2: Or what? Oh, yeah. That was another call. Yeah. I've had a number of calls. How long have you spent trying to sort this out? I would say at least six hours total with the bank, two visits, numerous phone calls, and then I've had some time on the phone with the police who've been very helpful.
0: Mm. Yeah, one thing I've learned about being the victim of a crime, uh, including the thing with uh, the homeless guy assaulting my family, you know, you got the whole whatever trauma and any just inconvenience that happened, and then the the being part of the legal system. Yeah, the number of hours and days we've spent on this, and then something uh, less af- affecting, like having my money So I spent a good couple hours on the phone, and I'm sure I'm not done yet. Right? That's really annoying. Yeah, that's. The I thing. did nothing wrong, and now I got to spend several hours on the phone today to try to straighten that out.
3: Yeah, and and you probably ought to keep that in mind as you think of victims of this, that, and the other. Why sometimes people don't come forward, for instance? Why they don't press charges, that sort of thing. Now, I mentioned it briefly before. I got screwed in a real estate thing, and I was going to sue. But then I did the math about the you know the amount of time it would take and the amount of money involved. And I thought, this is not going to be my hobby for the next three months. That's what it would become. I mean, I would work. I would go home, and I would do that. Maybe not every day, but damn near every day.
0: And I thought, no, I'm not going to live like that. To hell with it.
3: But what about the principal? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well. Uh. No, no, that.
0: I do not believe it's better to be right than happy. It's better to be happy. You never whatever. know when God's going to pluck you from the earth, Jack, So hurl you into space or <laughs> or whatever. I assume a lake of fire. That's <laughs> what I'm picturing. I think that's a sound assumption. So how much money did they take from you, Hanson? It was sixteen
2: hundred and twenty-five bucks. Twenty-five. I'm always like surprised
0: that here. the amounts aren't greater. I mean, th- this person yesterday they bought stuff at Toys R Us all day long, but it still ended up only being like six hundred dollars. Are they trying to stay under some sort of uh, amount radar? I Probably. believe so. Yeah, the the larger purchases are more likely to trigger whatever cooked in kind of warning systems that these banks and credit card okay, companies have. I'm sure
3: somebody knows the answer to that. You can text us right now, 415-295-KFTC or email us, armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com.
0: But if you got $1,400 from him or you got you know, however many hundred dollars for me. What, 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 How's that change your life? What are you going to do now? You, you've known thieves. You've
3: known that sort of people. They just want stuff. They're trying to change the day, not their life. Oh, wow, good love, Sean. Go, That's boom. The that was good. boom. Philosophical boom. analysis of the day. Oh. Congratulations, Sean. Oh,
0: Have fun. I'm going home, guys.
3: <laughs> A donation has
0: been made in your name to the Human Fund. <laughs> that is devastating. I don't look at my life that way, but they do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, or, or even their afternoon they're right. trying to change. Well, I want it was both speakers, and now I have them. So what's your question? Yeah, exactly. Right. So are, did the, is the bank or somebody eating this, or are you out the oh, money? Yeah.
2: No, they, they uh, gave me all my money back.
0: Yeah, so that's the, that's the interesting part of this. So far, in the handful of times I've had this happen to me, it's never cost me a cent. Um, can society continue to do that? Cost you time and trouble? Well, it's on the credit card companies, I guess. All right, well, we and all the pay banking for companies. We all pay for it in some, one way or another, I suppose.
3: That's the co-host cutting analysis <laughs> of getting
0: to the bottom <laughs> not, of the, not as good as the Sean, ultimate um, something. <laughs> Still true. It gets spread out among all of us. But, yeah, so far it's never actually cost me anything. That's why I don't get that worked up when I hear about these hacks. All right. I, I might have something inconvenient come along, but it's not... It's not like they're going to drain my bank account and I'm out of money now.
3: What if you heard there's a guy in your town who somehow got technology that he can read your deadbolt and make a key there in his car and he's selling keys to people's houses to scumbags? Well, then you'd be agitated. You'd be alarmed. You'd be sure. holy crap. But, you know, there's not going to be loss of life or limb. You're not going to get your head stove in. And and the the bank usually makes it right after a number of frustrating hours of dealing with the bureaucracy. So, yeah, it's, it's all, you know, kind of a mid-level uh, concern.
0: But am I correct in your case, too? An individual, an actual human called the bank and started... Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That that weirds me out. It
2: completely weirded me out too. And what what's really troubling is they were able to cultivate enough of a profile on me based on public information. Mm-hmm. And they had my social. And I asked, "How did they get my social?" And well, aren't you? Are you sure someone didn't steal it? No, no one got into my stuff. Not it's, on my end, and they said it's probably the Experian hack. And yeah, they said they've been getting a yeah, lot of reports of yeah.
3: that. Well, and there was a period in America where freaking everybody, including the place you call to deliver pizzas, would ask for your Social Security number. I gave. And we were my, all
0: way too fast and loose with it. I gave my Social Security number yesterday to get my blood drawn. You give it all the time, right? Yeah, I did too. Come to think of it, yeah. What do you need that for, really? If, if that's our main ID, because nobody else could possibly have that, we need a new way to do that, because now everybody has that. Please, right? please. Uh, a Fingerprint,
3: a retina scan, grundle print, something. <laughs> something. <laughs> hey, so coming up, got a really interesting email. Kind of a, a preview of news to come. A, uh, a whistleblower, if you will. Also, some stuff on Elon Musk and SpaceX's fabulous rocket launch yesterday. That, that is so cool! I got can't the wait. world so excited. Yeah,
0: I can't wait to show my kids the video of that car in space. Is it actually just floating through space like that? Yeah, with a dummy at the wheel. That's so awesome!
3: Hilarious. David Bowie music playing, and uh, also. Mark Zuckerberg, who is probably the Antichrist, employed
0: a full time pollster to monitor his approval. Really? Yeah. He's running. Oh, I never thought about that. And why that pollster quit.
3: (laughs) Sheesh.
0: You're blowing my mind here. I'm staying tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show
3: Armstrong
2: and
1: Getty.
3: The voice of the West.
2: Plan on watching Super Bowl Filthy Dudes. We're going to be in the stadium watching it. Who did you take with you to see Super Bowl Pikachu?
4: Well, my son is here with me.
2: On a scale from one to ten, how excited are you for Super Bowl Risky Nudes? Oh my
1: gosh! By being here in
2: Minnesota, I'm at a 15. Where will you be when you watch Super Bowl? Lift me, dude. Um, I'll be at a friend's party. Where are you going to be when you watch Super Bowl in the Be in
0: the
2: 11th row, right behind the Patriots. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great time at Super Bowl Iggy Azalea. Thank Hello. you.
0: What what is what 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 <laughs> what's the that? point of f- that bit? I found that charming. He was Super Bowl Fifty Two. He was doing quit on saying the... <laughs> Super Bowl is the Super Bowl, idiot. Oh, I see. You said things that rhyme with Super yeah, Bowl Fifty Two. Yeah. Where will you be watching Super Bowl Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so there you have it. Oh, and I didn't pay off. What's the record for holding your breath? The new world record is, ladies and gentlemen, eleven minutes and thirty-five seconds, wow. which is hard to imagine.
3: Wasn't there some guy I remember from the Guinness Book of World Records when I was a kid? He hyperventilated for 15 minutes, then they threw weights on him, and he was down there in the bottom of a pool. I thought he held his breath for like 18 minutes or something not like sure that. Sure, that counts. David something Blaine insane.
0: did it for 17 minutes on Oprah's show, but uh, they're not sure that that was fair. Hmm. Oh, he. Breathed, what about fairness? He breathed pure oxygen ahead of time, which is cheating. I guess. Oh, I see. Yeah, we
3: can't have that. Okay. So, a uh, couple of quick notes uh, in the order I tease them. Number one, here is a, uh, a an email from Al Anonymous. A big heroin dealer named Tim in Northern California, around Reddington uh, Redding and Shingletown, drove off the road and expired the other night. This is all alleged. I don't know. I can't personally verify any of this. So a big-time heroin dealer in the northern part of California uh, died in a car wreck. Now many people are jonesing, and they include several visible public servants. I don't think regular media will cover the issue. Some new cartel person will step up in and or there will be a turf war. Nature abhors a vacuum. Actually, I do, too, writes Al. Al- Anonymous.
0: I abhor vacuums.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm not particularly excited about using them. Wow, well, there's an email that says Jack is a god. That's interesting. Because of. Oh, for yelling about Bill O'Reilly. Nah. There you go. Meh. Nah. Meh. Nah. So Facebook hired a full time pollster to monitor Mark Zuckerberg's approval ratings. Now, but, I. And, and that
0: pollster quit after six months. Why he quit? will shock you. My first thought was he just wanted to know how popular he is for running his business. Then Sean throws in the, he's running. Okay? That that could be. There's been a lot of talk of him jumping into politics. Is that why? I
3: I did not get that idea from the interview of this gentleman, name of
0: Tavis McGinn. Well, of course, we have a poll on our popularity too. It's radio ratings. Yes. We're either popular enough to keep our jobs or not. Exceedingly popular. <laughs> mm, they're running. <laughs> we, are,
3: we are so running. Co- emperors of the state of Jefferson. Uh, Tavis McGinn applied for a job at Facebook. He's a, a market research guy. Helped uh, He worked for Google, helping large advertisers refine their marketing campaigns across the various Google products. And he was thinking he was going to do the same thing at Facebook. But then about halfway through the interview, the recruiter says, hey, you know what, we're actually thinking of something else for you. How would you like to track the public perception of Mark Zuckerberg, a.k.a. the Antichrist? According to some broadcast reports, Um, it was uh, in April. It was during the whole 2016 presidential election fallout, Russian news, fake news thing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Zuckerberg did his uh, nationwide listening tour, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it was a very unusual role, McGinn says. My job to do surveys and focus groups globally, globally, to understand why people like Mark Zuckerberg, whether they think they can trust him and whether they've even heard of him. That's especially important outside of the United States. Do you have a
0: positive or negative view of Mark Zuckerberg? And, and it got into Masking real... asking you. Oh, me? Yeah. It's mixed. It's, it's very mixed. You just will not answer a question.
3: I answered your question!
0: The, the... <laughs> You've got two choices. Do you have a positive or negative view of Mark Zuckerberg? It's mixed. (laughs) Sean, positive or negative view? Negative. I don't like the guy. Uh, uh, Michael? Uh, I think probably more negative. Hanson? Positive or negative view of Mark Zuckerberg? You
3: can't hear
2: me. Anton, um,
0: the executive producer, yeah. the mysterious uh, one.
2: I'm, I'm probably in the middle, too.
3: I feel Maybe leaning a little more towards negative. Oh, yeah. by the way, Twitter's going wild. More Anton, less Sean. The, why? That's not a binary choice. Just like this dumb, phony Mark Zuckerberg choice. Here's what. Here's my problem with it. Do you have a positive or negative view of B.B. King? Well, positive. Well, all the women he knocked up all over the country didn't raise his kids, didn't support him. blah, blah, blah. Doesn't
0: bother you? Do I have to choose positive or negative? I'm choosing positive. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, love, love, you're
4: wrong. Love the art, not the artist. That's right. what he told Thank me. Thank you, Michael. I Thank have,
3: you so much. You and I are of
0: one mind. If I have to choose one, and you do when they do these <laughs> when they do these approval ratings, I would go negative. So that's interesting. Everybody here went negative on Mark Zuckerberg, which is pretty interesting. I prefer my producers who don't get their identity stolen. <laughs> 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 that uh, that gets my highest marks
3: actually it got to, it, it was much more detailed and subtle than that he would give a speech and uh, they would ask, how'd you like the speech? What did you think of the things he said about immigration? What did you think about the things that he said about uh, international relations and the rest of it? Um, he he, Facebooked live the barbecue. How do people respond to that? Blah, blah, blah. They also did it on Sheryl Sandberg, the chief operating officer. They were trying to figure out, you know, how they related to each other in terms of popularity trust. Probably trying to figure out who should be the face of the company. But I got to get to this part. He points out that Facebook is Mark and Mark is Facebook. Mark has 60% voting rate for Facebook. So you have one individual, 33 years old, who basically has full control of the experiences of 2 billion people around the world, and he ended up quitting because he came to believe Facebook had a negative effect on the world.
0: Wow, the pollster did. Yeah. Oh, I think Facebook has a negative effect on the world. I think that is clear. Yeah. I don't even think you can make an argument for the other side. Yeah. See,
3: my view of Mark Zuckerberg, which is much more subtle and nuanced than yours, is that he accidentally unleashed something he can't control and is trying to figure out how.
0: Positive or negative? Little of both.
4: (laughs) What's coming up your news, Marshall? Well, Trump breaks the silence on this week's stock market turmoil at last and bad news for the flat-earth rocketeer. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty.
0: Interesting. Got more to talk about on the whole Facebook thing Is there's an apology tour kind of going on now. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Space consultant Bill Harwood coming up on the SpaceX launch in just a few minutes, so that'll be cool. Did you know the Winter Olympics have already started? Cheating bastards starting before the opening ceremony. What? Hey, you they're got not s- opening ceremonies; they're midway ceremonies. You I've got, been lied to. You got some curling. You got some figure skating already happening. Oh, yeah. that reminds
3: me. I, I told you, didn't I, that our, our pal Jim Cosimore is doing some curling play-by-play.
0: Isn't that great? Yeah, this is I'm the, so jealous. This is the debut of the mixed curling. You got one guy, one gal on each team. Oh, and, uh, wait a minute! And, uh, oh. Sparks and got, will uh, fly. Uh, you got Canada as the favorite. They're plus one ten right now. As the uh, the sharps are making oh, the odds. Yeah. USA looks like they are the the fourth favorite. They are at plus eight hundred. How will hashtag Me Too affect mixed curling? Oh boy! Hmm? Finland coming up uh, in the
4: at the All tail end. Right. Don't use uh, that
0: broom to sweep allegations of sexual
3: harassment <laughs> under the carpet. <laughs> Back to you,
4: Ed.
0: Uh, Let's get the news now. Marshall, for the...
4: one thing we have not done this morning on the Armstrong and Getty Show is to check in and check out the market turbulence for the morning. What should we be doing now? Joe Getty, where is the Dow? It's up about a percent. It's fine.
3: This is really typical post-route buying behavior. The question
0: is, will there be another one? We only talk about points. How many points is it up? I won't dignify it. Two hundred and forty-seven and a half, Which is... Good. A lot. Sell, boy!
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, again, everything's up about a percentage. You know, gold is down, Jack. I'm beginning yeah. to believe that gold is a hedge against the stock market. Hmm.
0: Breaking. That's, like, crazy but, obvious. But, but, but for but how, many, how many points did it yeah. go up or down yesterday for the end of the day? How did it finish? Finished up what five hundred points? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, and so today yeah. it's up another two hundred points. We dropped six hundred points on Monday, so we're going to be at the uh, net uh, uh, twelve hundred. No, no, no twelve hundred. 1200. Oh, 1200 yeah. But so we're going to be most of the way back in two days. Ho freaking hum? Kind of takes the fun out of the hair on fire talk, doesn't? But
3: <laughs> everything's hair on fire. If within Trump f- is hair on fire, the military parade is hair on fire. Everything that happens is hair on fire.
0: <laughs> if within forty eight hours you're about back
4: to where you were, where you started, it's just not that exciting. Well, the president has finally broken his silence on this whole stock market uh, situation. Trump saying the nation's focus should be on the strong economy. He tweeted out this morning about the week's a wild ride on Wall Street, saying, in the old days when good news was reported, the stock market would go up. Today when good news is reported, the stock market goes down. Big mistake, and we have so much good, great news about the economy. He was referring to the good news about yeah. the jobs report. And uh, so, anyway, he, uh, he is speaking out this morning saying, the economy's in great shape. We should make sure we report that. I wonder if Trump knows much
0: about investing as a big time business guy, or is he mostly just the uh, buying and selling property guy? I don't know.
4: California judge is ruling in favor of a bakery that denied a same sex couple a wedding cake. The ruling from the Kern County Superior Court Judge David Lampy determined that Kathy Miller had the right to deny the request, which she says went against her religious beliefs. Lampe says cakes are a form of artistic expression. They are protected by the First Amendment. That's what Joe's been
3: saying. This is my point of view. I can't force the Indigo Girls to write a song praising the Nazi Party. And... If It's it's not just a regular cake. If it's one of those you spend hours elaborates, hundreds, thousands of dollars, blah, blah, blah. It's an artistic uh, endeavor. You can't force that person to do that. And you don't want a world where you can.
0: But if it's just uh, going to get a dozen donuts, they can't say, I won't make donuts for gay couples. Right. It's a commodity. So that's different. Right. What if uh, they're really fancy donuts? You'd say, this is art to me.
3: I don't know. I don't know if a donut can be fancy enough Mm. to make that case in court. I'd have to see and eat the donut, and maybe two or three more.
4: (laughs) Doctors say they have treated a second patient now in a historic gene editing study going on in Oakland, California. Is this CRISPR? Yes. They say no major side effects or safety issues emerged from the first man's treatment nearly three months ago. So they have given the green light to carry out this procedure on a second patient. Gene editing, more precise way to do gene therapy, aims to permanently change somebody's DNA to try to cure a disease. And I'm sorry, was I spacing off or do we know it was afflicting this gent? The second guy, the first guy uh, was, uh, had the... Uh, was it a rare condition, or was it a cancer
3: situation, or what? I
4: don't it doesn't remember. say. On the second okay. one, it does not say. Oh. The other one was a, a genetic uh, disease, a okay. metabolic disease. Oh, right. For the right, first yeah. guy, yeah. And that was in November. A guy from Phoenix came in and had the uh, treatment done. Anyway, the uh, results have been presented at a medical conference. The second man was treated in mid-January. He, too, is doing well. But it's too soon to know whether the treatment worked.
0: And, of course, we're changing the genetic makeup of a person yeah. for the rest of their life and the rest of their future generations' lives if they have children. And we have no idea how that will play out over time right. from an evolution standpoint. This right. could either be the best thing that ever happened to humanity yeah. or the worst or possibly both. Right? Third time is not... Like my views of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Third, Mixed. Third time <laughs> is not the charm for a man trying to prove the Earth is flat with a homemade rocket. Mike Hughes, on Saturday, once again, tried to launch a steam-powered rocket from the desert. Yes, (laughs) steam-powered!
0: Yeah, finally.
4: (laughs) From the desert in Amboy, California. His attempt was aborted for technical reasons. Hughes started raising money for... Did he end up boiled like a lobster? Oh, no. (laughs) Hughes started raising money for his rocket project (laughs) last year with the goal of making it into space by late 2018 to prove NASA's been lying about the shape of the planet. His backup plan is to collect $2 million dollars to fly way, way up in a balloon, and then use a rocket pack to get even higher. And mm. the flatter
0: thing is huge. I yeah. got a
4: friend who's really into
0: it. I didn't really? know what a big community it is, and the websites and the books and all that They're sort of joking, stuff. Choking, right? Mostly, most of them are, yeah. Okay, uh, but there are the number of uh, math anomalies that don't work out. That they, you have to be smart enough to even understand them to get into it. Mm. It's kind of like a nerd thing.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like the idea of a steam-powered rocket, <laughs> yeah. though. Boy, that's a technology. you has got a future. <laughs> I'm going to launch my rocket, and then i got a coal car I pull behind. And if I run low <laughs> on steam, I just shovels the coal into the a rocket.
4: <laughs> Elon Musk rocket wasn't steam-powered, I'll tell you that. That's wrapped. wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong Getty Show, the voice of the West. Yes, yeah. we will talk to space consultant
0: Bill Harwood coming up about the... Musk rocket. Yeah. It's
4: captured the imagination
0: of
3: uh, many of the young people around America, Jack. Finally. And is achievement,
0: exploration, daring, etc. Part of an effort to get to Mars? Yes. Yeah.
3: We're so going to cool. colonize
0: Mars. Oh, finally. Uh, you are. I'm standing here. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The
3: Voice of the West.
2: This is Armstrong and
3: Getty, the voice of the West.
2: Ground control to Major Tom. Five, four, three, two.
3: One. I guess told me like crazy things can come true um because like, I uh he said like I didn't really think this would work
0: Elon <laughs> Musk I didn't think this would work who just launched one of his cars into space for some reason but,
3: well yeah yeah because it's fun and it's funny and it's exciting and it's crazy even as it's a terrific technical breakthrough and bill harwood cbs news space consultant joins us to discuss yesterday's spacex launch hello bill how are you sir hey
1: how you doing Uh, good good good.
3: i I think a lot of people were uh, inspired and excited by the launch yesterday i had a bunch of friends uh, full-grown human beings with families and responsibilities saying hey wasn't that cool
1: yeah it was cool i gotta tell you i've watched a lot of rocket launches down here over the years uh, and of course nothing's really gonna beat the shuttle in my mind and see a takeoff. But uh, you know, two of these rockets from this SpaceX Falcon Heavy came back and landed side by side, and seeing that uh is almost unnerving. It doesn't even look real, you know, because you've just never seen anything like that before. If these two things falling out of the sky like bombs, you know, their rocket engines ignite, landing legs deploy, and they set down right beside each other. Picture perfect. That was impressive. So, I mean, we've seen SpaceX recover rocket stages before, but doing it two at a time, that's really something.
4: Well, and
3: listen, to point out the incredibly obvious to folks who haven't followed this, why is that so important?
1: Well, of course, Elon Musk, the founder of SpaceX, believes the key to space travel and to making it more affordable is to lower the cost. And so he believes in a concept he calls rapid reusability. In other words, if you can recover these rocket stages, refurbish them and relaunching them, That's obviously going to be cheaper than than building one from scratch. The analogy he uses would be the current industry is like flying a 747 from New York to Los Angeles and then throwing the airplane away. That's what normal rockets do. You throw them away and you put the satellite in orbit. He believes by reusing these things uh, that that's going to be a big step forward to making it more affordable in the long run.
3: So, Bill, I'd heard that this uh, Falcon Heavy was the most powerful rocket currently in use on Earth. How's That's it? To, right. How does it compare to some of the other uh, big guys of the past?
1: Well, it's definitely the biggest, the most powerful, I should say, rocket flying today anywhere in the world. Uh, it launched that thing generates around five million pounds of thrust. Now, the shuttle was more powerful than that, and of course, the Saturn V moon rocket uh, had more energy than that. Uh, but this is still a, a very, very powerful rocket and, and, and more than twice as powerful as any other rocket the U.S. is currently flying.
0: How much of his own money did he spend on this, do we know?
1: Well, he told us last night that he, he said SpaceX put about a half a billion dollars into this project of their own money. Of course, it's a pure test flight, so you know government money wasn't involved. It was all on them, uh, and they made it work. He, he said it was more difficult than they had expected, but uh, he wanted to prove they could do it, and they did it.
3: And what's the practical uh, use going forward what's he heading toward
1: well this is kind of a transition vehicle I think that the, the major role the heavy will play right now is it lets SpaceX compete uh, with uh, Boeing and Lockheed Martin and their rockets because it's it can launch a bigger payload at a at a, at a reduced price compared to them uh, it's also going to allow him to eventually perhaps uh, send people to the moon uh, or beyond or send probes out of the deep space he's really going to transition from this rocket to an even bigger rocket that he's designing that he hopes to send people to mars in down the road so i think it's just another step in this constant push by spacex to a lower cost and b to eventually move people off this planet and and get out into the solar system at least that's what elon musk says he wants to do And so I guess all you can do is take him at his word.
3: Well, and and I'm sorry, but the vision's pretty elegant that while he's going toward this goal of getting people to Mars, he's also designing products that are really useful in transporting things to the space shuttle or the International Space Station, et cetera. So he's making money as he goes, at least to some extent.
1: Uh, He's definitely making money. He's got major contracts with NASA for space station resupply flight. Uh, They hope to begin launching astronauts on top of SpaceX rocket by the end of the year or early next year. Uh, That's doing that in concert. Boeing is also doing that. Uh, but you're right. He's got money coming in. He's got a big blog, backlog of satellites, and he's got a dream. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's, you know, you, you see big companies seldom have such a, you know, a kind of a driving force is, is this company, which is owned by an individual, and he's doing what he wants to do. And uh, so far he's making a pretty good run at it.
0: Yeah, that that's that's amazing, just the power of his own uh, it's his own energy pushing this whole thing. Um, uh, no, no assume, estimates of the crowd, the pretty large crowd showed up for this?
1: They're estimating about 100,000 people. I think it was the, the biggest crowd I've seen since the last shuttle took off, no question. I mean, there have been big crowds for big missions, you know, going to Pluto, things like that. But uh, very big crowd, a lot of interest in this, you know. And part of that's just the, the PR value of Elon Musk putting his Tesla Roadster on top of this rocket and launching it out of the solar system. That's, <laughs> you know, that's that's has nothing to do with making this rocket a success or not, but it did a lot in terms of generating interest. Well, and it's just awesome.
3: yeah, the sense of humor of it, I think, really appeals to people.
1: Uh, so, oh yeah, without a doubt. Without Bill, a doubt.
3: Bill Harwood's online CBS News space consultant. Bill, I don't. How uh, comfortable are you waxing philosophical about uh, why this all means something to to the country or or to kids watching?
1: Well, I mean, it, it depends on what you think the value of going out into space is. Basically, if you think that's something worth doing then I think that it's a, it's, it's a pretty uh, important step. Lowering the cost of putting payloads into orbit is a big deal. Right now it costs, you know, $10,000 a pound or something. I mean, that's just paying the Russians eighty more than $80 million for every seat on a Soyuz to take one astronaut to the space station. You know, that's expensive. And, uh, you know, if, if you're ever going to really do anything in space, you've got to lower the cost. And so I think that what Musk is trying to do, and I don't know if he'll be successful, but he is trying to get that cost down in the range where space is going to become much more accessible to, to private industry as well as governments. And so, you know, that seems like a road worth pursuing. Whether he can make it work or not, I think it's too soon to say. Uh, but he's, certain, he's definitely making going to give it a good try.
0: So Elon helps start PayPal, gets huge and rich, and now it starts doing this. Did he have a space engineering background or is he just a guy that was interested in this and hired other people that do this how did that all come together
1: Well, it's, it's a little bit of both i think his undergraduate he has an undergraduate degree in physics and he's a, you know obviously a smart guy you know he took most of the a large chunk of the money he made from space pal uh, uh, paypal and and pumped it into setting up spacex and spacex you know had a the first several rockets they launched were failures and they were i think on the verge of bankruptcy when they finally uh, had a really significant success and then NASA came along and hired them to build cargo ships for the space station and that's when it really took off. You know it's funny and, you sh- uh, funny.
3: Go ahead. Bill it's funny you should mention that. I was just reading a piece Nick Foles the Super Bowl MVP who was almost out of the league. They asked him, you know, what are you, what's your secret? He says never be afraid to fail. It's that's it's That's exactly right. Absolutely a part of success and I think that's a great message. Uh, Bill Harwood, a CBS Space Consultant. Bill, always uh, great to talk to you. It was a fun day for those of us who are into this sort of thing. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. It's our pleasure. Thanks. Now, so listen, he's a practical man. Uh, I liked what he said about making space affordable and so we can do so much more. But I just, I, I've thought this since I was, I, I was a little kid. If we stop looking outward with curiosity and a sense of adventure and, and, and a, a need to explore... I just think that's terrible for humanity. I think it's terrible for, for this country. We gotta be forward looking. We've gotta be curious. We've gotta dream. We've gotta to dare to do what hasn't been done before. Otherwise you turn insular. You turn socialist. You, you start to decay like quite a number of countries
0: on earth. How old is Elon Musk? He's not that old. How how old was he when he, <laughs> when he and his buddies sold PayPal and he became a gazillionaire? Because I think if I'd have had all that money, I'd have, I'd have bought Jimi Hendrix's guitar and a really cool yacht. He's forty six years old. So <laughs> well, like,
3: he might have done that too, but he had money left over.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, part you of that buy Hendrix's bones. Part of that, as I've always said about winning the lottery or whatever, that'd be fun for like two days. Right. And by the second day, you'd already be tired of it. So then you got to nah, do something with give your a life. Year. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: yeah, I love it. He's got his red roadster on top of the rocket, the dummy in a spacesuit driving the car, and a sign on the dashboard that says "Don't panic." <laughs>
0: That is awesome. That is great. God, we start putting uh, people on the moon, and, and Mar- Mars is just incredible. I mean, just mind-blowing. Sure. Got to hope that happens in my lifetime. Cool stuff. I got to make it to see one of those launches someday. Right.
3: Oh, yeah. That's a bucket list thing. Plus, oh, uh, yeah. Just a quick note before we uh, end the hour. Don't
0: bet against the Hyperloop, man. Yeah, no kidding. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: they are also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and
4: live the Chumba life.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May,